is something that many people didn't think could possibly happen today. They thought Damon would drive a cautious race, but he fought. He fought from second on the grid. He passed Jack Villeneuve. He took the lead. He stayed there. And Damon Hill exits the chicane and wins the Japanese Grand Prix. And I've got to stop because I've got a lump in my throat. Gutted Murray Walker died and that um, Sabine Schmitz as well. I know. Was yeah. it, she she was the lady that took the uh, transit van fastest time around the Nürburgring, wasn't she? She was, and the Jaguar as well. The, the, she took the Jag down, the diesel Jaguar, and actually smashed clocks in a in a BM, an M3 or something, didn't she? She was a. Uh, yeah. She, she was very good. But no, I just yeah. you know she was ill. Were yeah. you were. Uh, Didn't have a clue. Mm, didn't tell me either. <laughs> what about uh, what about the surfer who died? Did you hear about that? No, no. Or she got hit by light whilst going out to do um, one of her um, competition runs. She got hit wow. by what? Lightning and died. Lightning. Really? Wow. Olympic, Olympic for El Salvador. She was doing yeah. some fire or just you know a, yeah. Ash. Poor girl. Jesus. Yeah. That came, that was Friday that happened. Sad. Blimey. Um, did anyone watch the Harry and Meghan interview? All of it? Did, did you need to? It was all over the news the next day, man. I did not watch it. I had no desire to watch it. I knew that it was going to be extremely contradictive. So I stayed clear and watched the football because that's what I do. Um, it, uh, Nimir, Nimir, can you hear Will's audio? Yeah. Is, it's, it, is it crackling? No, it's smashing. Oh, it's smashing. Oh, it's me. Don't worry about it. Shock. I, it, um, it wasn't great. Um, I mean, it didn't paint anyone really in, in the best of lights. And I'm just done with it now i get every single other country other than the uk are interested in the royal family massively i just can't i just they're great for tourism brilliant but tourism who cares about tourism man? the as the, as fig, as the figures for the by having a monarchy that it brings in in terms of um is it gross domestic produce or what they call it to the uk just because of them is significant really? like, huge. like yeah. billion, billions per year to the it's UK huge. economy just because of, um, yeah no, I just the whole thing just fucks me off really did you, did you watch any of it Ed? Uh, uh, there was a couple of light outtakes and bits from the news and a few there's a lot <laughs> <clears throat> there's, there's some the, the things that sort of that really wind me up about it are the reason they decided they didn't want to be part of public service anymore. And, you know, Harry had concerns about the safety of his family and, you know, possibly rightly so. So they decided they're going to go to, was it Canada first and then to the US because they, mm -hmm. they don't want that. Um, but then to put their side of the, sto the story across, they go on probably one of the biggest talk show things that you know if you're if you're a if you're a celebrity and you've been in trouble or whatever you go to oprah she you, have, a, you, you, you have an you have an oprah interview 
to fess up or, or whatever it is. Um, and I'm just like, if you're genuinely concerned, then why the fuck are you going on a show like that, which is going to put you even more in the public eye and up for criticism and whatever else? And I don't know, if you're genuinely concerned about your family's safety, then you you do your best to keep a low profile, I think. So I, I think I think it's clear that they moved away from the royal family because they wanted to make more money. Yeah. Um, they have gone on Oprah um, because they made shed loads of money. And they'll continue to be successful as a, as a pair because he's a royal family member, she's an actress. Um, and they'll continue to bring in millions and millions of pounds for them and their family. Fair play to yeah. them on that account. Fair play that they've taken that step away from the monarchy. I don't need to hear about it every single day. They're just normal people now. They're yeah. successful people. So, um, needed the money though, didn't they? It's a nice little uh cushion for them. Oprah would have paid them a good sum of money, they wouldn't have done it for free, obviously. Um, uh, they need, well, apparently, need the money, so yeah, I just you know, the thing is, you're never ever going to know the truth of those conversations. Not, not really. The only people that know them are the people that were directly involved in it. The royal family are traditionally very private. And that was shown by their statement is, you know, that perhaps the recollections differ on those conversations um, and we'll discuss it in private. But it's like, uh, it's, and it just, it's, the other bit that pissed me off is that you've got, I think it was the first part of it is chatting on her own. And she's talking about conversations that were apparently had with other Royals and Harry. It was about, it was around the, uh, the race element of it and the baby. And part of me is like, well, why is Harry not sitting next to you now in this very important part of the conversation? True. You know, you're saying that he, he had that conversation with, you know, or some roles or whoever it was raised a concern about it. Why are you not having this part of the interview when you're both sitting together? You know, if you're going to, if you're going to go on someone like Oprah and have, uh, a, an interview like that, then I don't know. So it's just little things like that piss me off. Whole thing's fucking joke. But they would have made a pretty penny. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Well, that's that's the bottom without line for them, isn't it? They need to be commercially um, stable uh, and financially financially stable to be able to afford a nice house in in California and a entourage of ten to twelve people. Yeah, and their security, they reckon, could be upwards of four and a half thousand, five thousand pounds a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's a fair point. What um, what is it, Harry? I remember Harry and Meghan said that you you're you're born into this uh, this this uh, life where you need security. Mm-hmm. So I feel, as much as I totally uh, disagree with what they did with going on Oprah and everything, they do need the security aspect because Harry. Oh, Harry knows things which, if we went into the wrong hands, potentially could be a threat to other royals. He should have security paid by the paid by uh, the government. You know, unless he keeps his mouth shut. The thing, it, the thing is, though, is that they left while they were part of the royal family. Mm-hmm. That security provision was there and paid for, argue by the tax. I don't think it's paid for by the tax, but I think it's actually paid for by the royal family. Yeah. Um, but when you make a decision to leave an institution like the royal family and that sort of thing, then you, you go into it 
eyes open. Yeah, but he's but he potentially got information which could be a threat to the royals of of uh, as as far as the queen. This is my my belief. You know, um, some you know there'll be certain things he can give information if someone wanted to kidnap him or take Meghan or whatever. So I think this is where the queen's bathroom is. Yeah, well, this how you get. This is the code for the back door. If you want to go through the back door of the Buckingham Palace, you know. Do you think he knows any of those things? Yeah. Well, he's not a real royal, is he? He's a offspring of what's his name, Captain, whatever his name is. I uh, bet his internet connection's better than yours. Mine? You guys can't hear me. No, I've I've heard you perfectly. I think it's Ed. Eddie's got probably yeah. It's what happens when you live in Ash, ah. wherever it is. I don't live in Ash. I live in Tongham, Farnham. Thank you very much. Steve-O lives in Ash. <laughs> and my Ed, internet's fine. Ed, you're closer <laughs> to Aldershot than you are close to Farnham. So don't give me that, okay? Not according to my postcode. Oh, really? It's all about a postcode. What's wrong with living in Aldershot, Eddie? No comment. I was just wondering. Oh. I just, I just thought you might want to alienate some more listeners. <laughs> well, let's, <laughs> let, let's be honest. The shopping experience in Aldershot is to be desired. It, it's not the greatest. No. Well, they're trying to do this whole building thing like they're doing over in Farnborough. It's like almost like gentrification thing and make it all smart and fancy and nice. Um, I just don't see how that's going to work. All the shots, all the shot. Um, so bad, even the army moved out. If they move out, it would just be a ghost town, really, won't it? No, yeah. are they? You basically, you've got all the shot on your address, business. You don't want to be dealt with, basically. You don't want to deal with you. It puts things like your um, car insurance and stuff up. So my car insurance went up, moving from what thirty seconds away from where Steve-O lives. Which and I'm now what two minutes down the road by car and my car insurance went up. Even though I've now got, <laughs> I used to park in a layby, like outside our old house. Now I've got actually my own drive and my car insurance still went up because where I park my car. That is a higher accident rate over here. <clears throat> there we go. That's all the shot for you. Um. Let's talk. Uh, Jerome's not on the call. We can talk about it a bit more freely. Um, what do you make of events over the last week? So, can we recap what's actually happened? So, it, it all started off with this with this woman going missing. Yeah, police officer getting police officer getting arrested. He's been charged. They've done a peaceful process, is what from what from what I can gather. Done a peaceful process. The police have tried to stop it because it violates COVID regulations, mm -hmm. um, try to disperse. They get violent towards the police. Police get violent back a little bit. Politicians shout and say it shouldn't be done and that and Chris the Dick should be uh, or should resign. Preeti Patel is one of the worst ones to go at it, but she's brought in these these bylaws and these these sort of standards that the police should follow. Um, that's where it sort of stops me. And then something happened in Bristol, did I see? So this this was the anti-lockdown protest. So Saturday you had them in London and it was by and large peaceful. 
and then the ones for whatever reason that happened in Bristol yesterday just went. They reckon but, it was a, a lot of um, activists in there that went there with the intent of um, causing problems. But these the lock, that, lockdown, these lockdown sort of demonstrations have been going on. Anti-lockdown demonstrations have been going on the whole time. Yeah. So what's changed now? Is it just the the media coverage that it got from from Clapham Common? I think so. And it, one thing I think it's important, uh, which really winds me up, is the guy that was arrested. All right. Yes, his profession was a police officer, as Jerome's is a police officer. But at the time, he was off duty. He doesn't represent the police. He just happened. And I think this is, you know, quite a key point is the reason it's had such a big um, impact is because the guy was is a police officer. Mm. I don't think we would have seen quite the media coverage and everything if he hadn't have been. If it had been you, me, or any of us, I don't think we would have seen this level of, you know, rightly or wrongly so, you know, it shouldn't happen. But I, just, I don't think we would have seen what we did. By looking at the people who were not even peacefully protesting, you had some yobs in, the, um, in Clapham, didn't you, looking at the videos? Because I'm obviously uh, saying Arab, Muslim Arab, definitely they would have, uh, you know, gone mad. They would have basically uh, gone to everybody in the country. But uh, what, what the only, the only images that I saw with that was police on women. No, they were at the bandstand, and the police were on the bandstand, and Eddie Sots, didn't you, Ed? They yeah. were trying to stretch over. Basically, I don't know. Uh, it's like, say, for example, a generalizer, you could have like the uh, one of the firms, you know, basically come from southeast London and come in to basically, mm -hmm. hold, let's have some fun. And it just seemed like that. It just seemed crazy. And I think to have, even to go to the police and say, we want to do a, um, a thing for uh, Everard, uh, a vigil. Um, how can you do that during COVID? You know, that means, uh, I, uh, you know, you lose a relative because of whatever, you want to do a vigil as well. But the reality is, it's COVID, you've got to be safe, you can't do this. I think it completely should never have been allowed, as it wasn't, uh, legally. Um, it's like just having double standards. Uh, That's why I don't think if it hadn't have been a police officer, uh, off-duty police officer, I don't think it would have got this much coverage. Mm -hmm. I, generally, I generally don't. Um, Doesn't yeah. have exposure as well, because prior to that, he had a decent exposure, didn't he? And it wasn't really followed up properly by the Met. Um, so that didn't, hasn't worked well either. Um, and then, you know, it throws up this, this thing around people's right to protest peaceful protest regardless of it being lockdowns and things like that and I don't know it, the funny thing is is that there was a guy that put something up on um, Instagram and he said people will keep saying that protesting during COVID shouldn't be allowed you know Zimbabwe not allowed to gather in groups of people and would have, when they saw the BLM ones last year would have been like no that's absolutely ridiculous yes feel sorry for everything that's gone on but this protest shouldn't have been allowed to go ahead because it doesn't affect me. Um, there will be ones about uh, anti-lockdowns. doesn't affect me. You shouldn't be doing that. Women get abducted. Not interested in that. But if, it was a, if, it, if a child got abducted and killed because of, I don't know, 
negligence on uh, police or whatever, well, all of a sudden that becomes relevant to me then. You know, and I, actually then it's like, well, I want to go and protest about this because things that should have happened have been done, haven't happened or been done wrong. So actually is, you know, should people's right to protest actually be kept? Because people, you know, and that, that's when you get things like this is now the government are trying to speed through these extra powers of police to shut stuff down, which is why I think we're starting to see more people turning up at protests and just causing problems. No. Yeah, it's the same it's the same isn't it it's the same you you get it every few years and the last one you know was the with the the black guy that got shot by police in tottenham when was that yeah. in 2015 or so 2004 probably 2013 earlier yeah but we had mass riots around the country you get to a point and it, it happened after i think it might have happened after stephen lawrence death as well there are certain pinch points that everyone gets agitated, no one's happy, and I just find that the easiest thing to take it out on, and the easiest thing is is the old bill, because there is a there is a, a resistance there from them that they have to that they have to and they have to impose these laws, um, and that's that's where people can break them and feel a sense of freedom and and sort of a sense of control i guess and in somewhere in some place where there's been no control for for over a year now so my my kind of question on it is would this have happened if we weren't in a lockdown like would it would it have have got to the stage it's got at uh if we weren't in lockdown would there have even been a protest if we weren't in lockdown if people weren't uh uh like at home as much uh, would they even want to go out and protest it that is the thing that i keep coming back to i would certainly be at the pub so i wouldn't protest i didn't but protest I think, anyway but i think a lot of people would be i think a lot of people have kind of jumped on the bandwagon per se because they've got nothing else to do yeah completely yeah, agree Absolutely. used to get out no i agree and of course it's like going out to the pub in the evening and then getting drunk and having a pipe afterwards hmm. <laughs> So go, Eddie, I, go, uh, Will, going back to your point about those riots back in Tottenham and whenever it was, nearly ten years ago, I guess. Did you get? Did you? Did you get a flat screen TV too? I did. Mine still works. No, when it was happening, I was playing football, so I missed the boat from the Clapham riots because I could have easily just driven up there, but I had football training. Oh, um, so I knew. I think I, I think I actually had a game because it was in August. I had a pre-season friendly. I don't think the league had started. Um, so I was midway through a football match, so I couldn't get up there, unfortunately. So I just went home and finished watching it on TV. I don't think the UK media portray anything unbiased anymore. They just they just push a narrative now that whatever sells papers or gets clickbait or whatever it is, because mm. they just put so much shit in the news now. I can't even watch... BBC, ITV, Sky News, it's all bollocks, basically. Even see it now with like all the COVID stuff is as soon, you know, we announced some things that are quite positive and roadmap to coming out and all this sort of thing. And within about three or four days, oh, we're going to get another wave of this. We might have to close down and you might not be able to do this. And it's just, you get something positive and there's too many people with skin in the game to make money out of the country being locked down again. 
and restricted and stuff. Yeah, it's a scaremonger tactic, isn't it? And it always yeah. has been. And that's probably one of the most frustrating things because there are so many people that get scared from it yeah. and that read it and take it as gospel truth. And yeah. that's one of the most frustrating things is that you, you, you should just not listen. Not, don't watch. Don't listen. Make up your own mind. They're being fed and it almost brainwashed certain yeah. bits of information which, which make you have certain views which aren't necessarily the best ones or the right ones for this country as a whole. But, as you say, it sells papers, it gets more clicks, it increases your advertising revenue, mm-hmm. and that's all that the media have ever been worried about. Yeah. You know, you know, if you have a view that oppose, you know, I don't have a flu vaccine. I've never had a flu vaccine. I've never really wanted or needed one. I've never had the flu. I've never been ill with it. Um, Dee has it. She's got a bit of a compromised immune system. Yet, if I had the same thoughts around not having COVID vaccine, well, you think, you know, there's then stuff in, you know, you're then looked on as being some kind of completely and utterly irresponsible charlatan who should be locked up in jail and shouldn't be given a vaccine passport to travel abroad and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I but know, you just, personally, you wouldn't get a vaccine. You, you probably, probably, you don't get the flu vaccine. You're probably thinking to yourself, why the fuck do I need a COVID vaccine? I don't have the flu. I've never had the flu. I've, you know, but you want to go abroad. And you're scared that they're going to bring in passports. That's the reason uh, I would have it. And that's the only reason why you have it. And that's where this system is so flawed. Because if you, if you, and the, the, you look at the conspiracy theorists that jump in and say, well, it's a way to, for uh, AstraZeneca or Pfizer to make a huge amount of money, massive, millions and millions and millions of pounds of money. Um, which then apparently feed into Bill Gates and all these people that, have started COVID. But ultimately, if there is a way for the government and the media to make you have to have that jab by saying everyone's going to enforce travel, travel passports, everyone's going to enforce this, that, and the other, it might not never it might never happen. But the media are laying it on so thick yeah. that it wouldn't surprise me that they're getting a backhander from it somewhere. Yeah. I think if you guys don't take the vaccine for your own personal reasons and you want to go on holiday, you should be allowed to go. But you need a uh, uh, passport to come back to the UK. You can sort off and not come back. That's my. I'm going to do a Piers Morgan and speak. Mm-hmm. That's because I, 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 I'm very much in the belief that people, I, I don't, and you hear these debates on LBC about people not taking it. You've got people who come on saying we're not a, a dictatorship here. You know, I have my own choices in life, you know. But I don't see why people won't take it. Okay, well, you know who's out? Number one. Okay, it's free. Okay, just you know, and go with it. You know, you get injected for other things as well. Uh, Do you? When was the last injection you had? Yesterday. <laughs> Steve, I had the flu jab yesterday. Did you? Oh, I had the uh, COVID vaccine yesterday. Yeah, that, well, yeah, sorry, that's what I meant. Same, same <laughs> bloody thing. It will be in a year's time. It will be lumped all in together. Uh, Namir, yeah. When, when last, was the last, yeah, last year or the year before I had, because to go, 
No, because Mary's pregnant, so it was uh, advised or recommended to have a flu jab. So I had one. Yes. Who cares? I don't give a shit. Injected me. Well, I, I, I have four pills a day at least because of my gout and stuff. I'm used to taking drugs and pills and medication. I don't care. It doesn't change me. I'm not a robot. I do what I want every day. I just take my pills. Fun. Well, they work so you think you, you have gout? Yes. Which is treatable, which is a condition. So you take your medication for that. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, you know, know. You know, part of my thinking is, you know, will I probably have it in the end? Quite possibly, yeah. But it's yes. it's the control thing. It's being told you must have this because we're telling you to have it. Yeah. And Barbara's like, well, do you know what, actually? Fuck you. Yeah, but I'm quite submissive. I guess that I'm also down to the person's persona. Isn't it? I'm quite a submissive guy, you know. I just go to hell with it, you know. If it just makes my life easier. And then I don't potentially give a pass on to family or relatives or whatever. Just, yeah. basically. As long as I can play my tennis, play my golf, go... Well, I'm not going to go travelling because that's my work. But as long as I can just do what I want and eat shit, then I don't care. Just give me the I day. think... It's, it's, so, it's so difficult because ultimately by june the 21st covid will have gone apparently um or not be not be worthwhile in this country so so what's going to happen then uh is if if people aren't vaccinated and get it what's going to happen if people are vaccinated and still get it what's going to happen no one it was still in that period of unknown uncertainty of whether the vaccine works whether it's going to be basically another strain of flu uh the vaccine just gets lumped into flu jab every year it's just so many unknowns that it's it's so difficult to determine that you know steve rose had the 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 first vaccine um today he might get covid between now and getting the second vaccine he might get covid this time next year because it might just be an annual flu thing now he's immune. He's already had it. I've already had no, it. No, but the the, the 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 research suggesting now that you can have it more than once yep. because it's because and it's the same it's with the flu. Same with the so, flu. There's so many different oh, strains. John. That... Have um, any three of you ever prior to COVID ever cared that you might be spreading the flu? Mm. Has it ever crossed your mind about you gave a shit about spreading the flu? Yes. Yeah, no. so- one of the queries. So, for example, Eddie, am I right saying you have someone? You, is your mum vulnerable? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's an example. So, Eddie, for example, if you were, if I wasn't to take it, or someone wasn't going to take it, would you want them anywhere near your mum? Like, we're all mates, and Will says I'm not going to have it, and you get really peeved with Will. Because... The, having the vaccine doesn't stop you being a carrier. That's that's the absolute ironic thing is that. It might reduce the severity if you get it. Yeah. So reducing the chance of either dying or going to hospital. But you can still have had the vaccine and still carry it and give it to someone else. Exactly it the same as the flu. Fair enough. Because this was on an argument at LBC the other day with uh, Sheila. But, you know, she never said that. She never said that you could still be a carrier. She's got really upset. But, I have it. Furthermore, people get the flu. When in the past six or seven years has anyone been tested and diagnosed with flu? You just sort of get on with it, don't you? You just yeah. maybe bedridden for a couple of days. You, you stay away from people. You blow your nose a lot. You have a high temperature, but you stay in bed and take some paracetamol. And that's, and that's why so many people are almost baffled by 
the the attention that COVID is getting from the media, and that, again, we, it comes down to the to the the portrayal from from the British media. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I could go on for hours about it because it. I don't know. The the way it's portrayed is just it just irritates me. So have In they, the media and have they got numbers for? Because of course the deaths at the moment are measured on the last twenty eight days, right? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. another joke. <laughs> Do they have the same thing with with Nicole? This person has died in the last twenty eight days. We did a test whilst the you know, body's here. They have also had the cold, the flu, which means potentially there could be more. There they haven't these, have they? All this fact because there could well be more people each day. Whilst twenty up to twenty thousand have died of COVID, they died from the flu. There could be forty thousand died. Yeah, every, absolutely. Every winter there are concerns about hospitals being overrun because of flu yeah. epidemics, yeah. because of people getting seriously ill with it. Yeah. So that's why they have like a big push on uh, vulnerable people, older people having the flu vaccine. Mm. Um, but we don't shut the country down. We don't tell healthy people to stay at home. I'll climb off my high horse now. I uh, think this, this 28 <laughs> days with COVID is the most jokeable factor that, you know, they're, they're calculating the number of deaths on. This is just a... But- but they they do it because it has the biggest impact on people. Hence, the media try to rule control you. So now I'm going into exactly. the hell with them. Why are they injecting me? You know, they're just giving me all this crap information to make me feel scared. You know, exactly. Uh, that's what the media does, and that's what that's what the country do. But anyway, moving slightly off topic, Steve, have you had any side effects? Uh, yeah, I did today. Um, I basically uh, had uh, I was I had a bit of fatigue and a, bit, a few muscle aches, a couple of paracetamol, and I was fine after that. But and how yeah. how different was that, or how similar was that to when you actually had COVID? It was it was it was actually quite similar to when I actually had COVID, except it didn't it didn't last as long. It literally lasted probably six hours. Uh, how do you know that was potentially co-related, mate? Or just, you know, you just have a bit of a sore head for something, lack of water, maybe? Or... Uh, well, I think because I had COVID and I knew, and I, and I went through three or four days of feeling like that, when, when obviously I had the vaccination and then earlier on today, literally, literally, it got to about one o'clock today and I was at work and I just hit a wall, completely and utterly hit a wall. And, and I was like, this is very similar to when I had COVID a few weeks ago in that you just get to a certain point in the day and all of a sudden you can barely keep your eyes open um and and yeah and like i say your muscles just ache and stuff like that i had the astrazeneca one uh so which is the one that apparently people are having more side effects with but it is what it is isn't it Dee had hers a week uh saturday before mother's day uh she was fine on the day but yeah next day got hit by a bit of a felt like got hit by a bit of a train headache just feeling rough but she had it for about two or three days didn't feel right at all well my mum had hers yesterday and she, and i spoke to her this afternoon and she, and she she felt exactly the same as i did she felt she just felt fatigued she ached all over um she, she's a little bit better now but yeah was that her first jab uh, steve that was her first jab yeah so you you <clears throat> Or jab before your mum? No, she had it three hours before me. <laughs> Selfish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I think it's 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 a difficult one, isn't it? Ultimately, what's inside the jab? You're getting you're getting injected with a small dose of COVID. Am I yeah. right in thinking, or or well, a so similar similar type of strain of 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 illness? Is. So you can build up the antibodies to fight it off again. Yeah. So why bother? Why? Because I've had COVID already. But surely you've had COVID already. Have the your but antibodies not built up to get rid of it in the first place? It comes down to the same reason why people get a flu jab every year, because yeah, there's different strains. There's different strains, and but like how 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 are we to know that this COVID jab is going to protect against all strains? I that's why well, I don't. think they're just going to lump a new COVID jab every single year. Yeah. Um, but it won't it won't come on a passport, and it'll just get forgotten about in line with the flu stuff mm. yeah. yeah no i agree i just and the thing is is that you know the, the vaccine is see as seen as the way out of 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 this but yet you still see news and media and stuff about potential future lockdowns if we get like spikes and it comes over from europe and all this sort of stuff and my answer is well where'd you where'd you stop with lockdowns then number six seven ten what happens when we get to October, November, later this, you know, later this year? Oh, you know, we've had a rise in this. We need to lock down the country again. Yeah, I'm loving it. You, you I'm can't loving. keep doing it. It is great when you've got two young kids, mate. It's so much fun with the family. Bring on lockdown for the next four or five years. Happy days. I just want to work. I just want to get back to work. I want to get back to being busy. Yeah. Busy, busy, having a busy building, I should say. I want to get the Work get has not gone and stopped. Yeah, I mean, will you get quieter because there'll be less people at home? I suppose. Yeah, well, this is this is this is the thing that we saw last year was when it got to May last year, we we were seeing like massive increases in demand, just because if you think maybe let's say there's ten houses in the street, probably four of those will go abroad for holiday, and then all of a sudden you've got ten houses using water, whereas like you'd previously have five or six because you'd people go on holiday, wouldn't they? So we saw a massive spike in demand. Well, what makes you busier, Steve-O? So, okay, I appreciate, you know, everyone's using water in time, but what in your job day-to-day would make you busier? So basically, if we have an increase in demand, then we need to push our sites harder. And when you push your sites harder, more things go wrong. More things go wrong, more things break, et cetera, et cetera. And you don't have uh, you don't have as much storage capacity to be able to absorb when sites fail and stuff like that. So effectively, we'd have our treatment works fail, and you instead of having 24 hours worth of storage in our service reservoirs, we might have 18 so or so something like that. The, the cause of you getting busy is because there's a failure to the network. That's that's more that's the main reason. Obviously, then it stems on to you having to find. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and that's kind of and that it kind of comes comes with the territory in that because we had that increase last year, people are nervous about having that increase this year. So then so now we are a lot busier trying to get ready and prepared for what might happen over the next couple of months. So basically, we've had we've we've started to get quite a lot of investment because all of a sudden they've looked at it and gone, do you know what? This isn't sustainable. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how we've become busier. Fair enough, mate. I, I must it's, say, um, 
half of the southeast of England for keeping all of our water and letting us flush our toilets. So it's all down to you. Well, yeah. no, I, I do Guildford. Steve, Steve, Steve uh, this is uh, Steve uh, the best man for the job who used to sweep bowling, well, not sweep, but used to serve people their shoes and bowling in an alley. So I'm glad we've handed you over the, uh, the staff, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you are the man for the job, obviously. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All those years handing out shoes has, uh, has prepared me well for this moment. <laughs> Steve, on behalf of the Five Guys podcast, I'd like to thank you for your service to Guildford. Oh, don't take the piss, Ed. <laughs> I can tell that sarcastic tone. Really? <laughs> Steve-O, Steve-O, I couldn't give a shit, mate. I don't live there. Thank yeah, you. I'm not on your water, mate, down to West Sussex, mate. So, yeah, keep doing what you do. <laughs> I was just having a look on uh, some Instagram stories and somebody's posted a thing here. Uh, COVID spiking in over a dozen states and US, most with high vaccination rates. Israel is the world's most vaccinated country. Why are cases rising? Don't be surprised when vaccinated people get infected. The thing is, is that because people perceive having a vaccination as, OK, I'm fine, I'm protected. Uh, they then go out and carry on life as normal. They'll forget about social distancing and all those things, you know that funnily enough have uh, stopped the spread of flu and you'll get you know I think, live with it i think it's got I, to that point now certainly for me anyway i'm sort of fucked off with all of this i think that's why boris said there's going to be the the, the european spike will come to the uk although we obviously vaccinated nearly 30 million i think he said that to get people to realize you know don't take your foot off the brakes yet you know you still have to be careful social distancing and everything else I don't think the spike will potentially come here, but I think he probably said that to slow people down because they're doing such a good job with the injections. But if it does, we have to continue with our roadmap. Fucking fed up with that word. Out of um, out of lockdown. No, 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 no. It's all data you driven. If you remember, it's all data driven. There's a. Oh right, yeah. Okay, data bullshit. Data driven. Yeah. <laughs> but they um, they project and present this in such small text that you can't bloody read it anyway. Yeah. Next slide, please. Next slide. <laughs> they need a clicker, don't they? They need a clicker. <laughs> yeah. All I care about is just tell me when I can go play cricket and bowls again. Yeah, true. Mate, yeah. tell me when I can get on that golf course. I booked my tennis this week. I'm playing tennis on Monday, Wednesday and Friday next week. Decent. So I'm trying to book a, book a, book a tea time for the Easter weekend. Whereabouts? Somewhere. A- anywhere that'll have me. Really? Because okay. a, a lot... Of, a lot of clubs are just opening to members. I know, I know, I know. I can't get to my dad's place. Um, so I'm, I'm potentially looking at somewhere like Hurtmore. Well, give me a shout. Let's play golf. You're all miles away from me. But yes, let's play golf. Oh, I'm good to still to play golf in a few weeks. Oh. Where's, where's my invite? Cheers. Uh, there's only four of us, to be fair. Yeah. We'll play golf. That's a different day. Right, um, first Grand Prix this weekend, isn't it? Bahrain. It certainly is. Bahrain, yeah. Yeah. Be supportive everywhere. Any I'll predictions? The, no, I'll watch the first corner and then I'll fucking duck out probably. Uh, <laughs> it'll be Mercedes 1-2 followed by Red Bull 3 followed by Ferrari 4 and it'll be as boring Ooh. as it always is at the end. You've got Ferrari up high then. Well, don't fancy McLaren in there? No, bullshit. They're, they're too rubbish now. You're so sure, put some money on it, man, and let us know the winnings in a couple of weeks. Huh? Oh, talking of money, anyone win at Cheltenham? 
Don't be stupid. Nah. Do you? Do, do, do you? Yeah, I won 20 quid. Do you bet, Nami? Uh, you're not allowed to, are you, being a Muslim? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't bet. I don't drink. You know, yeah, I'm a good Muslim. Don't yeah, yeah. Walk. Do, I of do. course. My, my stag do is in a casino. No, I, I gamble. Well, I can gamble when I'm a lap He worked in a lap dancing club for a while. Oh, I did, yeah. Good Muslim. Good Arab. Walk to the point. Yeah, that's an Arab thing, that is. <laughs> Downstairs. Lion's Den. Lion's Den. I used to do the private dances. Yeah, they wanted me to go in because they knew that, you know, I'd behave. You used to do the private dances. That's a strip club I don't <laughs> want to go to. <laughs> Mate. That's, was, that's on par with Totty from Tiffany's, isn't it? <laughs> the mere standard. It was weird in a lap dancing club because when the guys have their private dances, You've got to be close enough to make sure the guy doesn't misbehave. But you're just, you kind of theoretically should be just keeping an eye on it going, this is weird. I'm getting paid to, to have a, to watch a woman get naked. Very the thing is, what, were the, what were the guy's reactions, right? A woman gets naked and she starts yeah. dancing with a man. What are their like facial expressions like? Is it, is it, is it quite off-putting? And... We weren't looking at their face. We were looking at it. Do you know yeah, what is the uh, uh, you'd get groups of guys coming in and being like, Oh, I have lap dance, but then once you've seen it once or twice, it's so boring. Novelty wears it off, doesn't so it? So boring. Go and get a hoe or something because you get more action. We used to have a stall sat in the corner, you used to have to sit on, and after you've been sat on that for you know four or five dances, your back starts to ache. And just, <laughs> Because it's quite dark and everything, and the music's down low, be sitting there quite start to nod off and fall asleep. And yeah, just very weird. It is, it, yeah. Then, like I said, Eddie, and until you get a new, have a new girl come in, then you're like, oh, I wonder what she looks like. And then you're, oh, okay. Oh, same as the other ones, two boobs and a, and some bits, and that's the same for everybody. So, yeah, I mean, there's Jim. You remember Adam Mayer? Yeah, yeah. Before he started working there, he came in one night. And he did a month's paycheck in one night in Harper's for oh, on, on, on lap dances. Oh, really? What, as a punter? Yeah, because he was absolutely convinced that the girl was going to go home with him. Yeah, that's probably why he had so much financial problem and kept going from job to job to job after yeah. work. <laughs> I assume none of the girls went home with him. No. The only one who was, um, it was uh, Lofty, wasn't it? The teacher. Yeah, Loft- Lofty a, ended up dating like one a, of them. Uh, nursery teacher or something she went back with uh... yeah and um oh. was it scar no scar was it sky or freddie got they got used to work inside and then ended up shagging one of the dancers and got put out in the front door for like two months freddie did uh, yeah. <laughs> like cardinal sin don't sleep with one of the dancers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> i remember so well working on the i was on the front door one time it was uh early evening midweek a new girl came, bless her. She was from um, like one of these French islands, Caribbean islands, and she was a lovely looking girl. So she was a student at the university, we needed some cash. So she went into there and they put her on the pole to try out because that's how you have your trials. You know, are you any good? Thud. I hear a massive thud from outside. <laughs> and I go in thinking it's a fire, you know, contact, whatever you call it. And she's fallen off. I go, oh, okay, it's fine, it's fine, she's fine. You know. I come back out five minutes later, thud. <laughs> Another one just falling off the pole again. <laughs> Oh bless her! I was hoping you were going to say something else different there that I could have uh, clipped out and put up as a little little sound bite. 
Last she was she was yeah mortified and didn't come back. So it's a shame. Uh, Namir, give us a progress update on your um, on your health thing. My health fitness. I am four point nine kilos down in five weeks. Uh, I am have a little injury on my back due to carrying my baby, not due to working out. Um, I am so much more flexible. It's ridiculous. Just on doing strength training four or five times a week. Not even strength. It's more like kind of. Uh, yeah, it's 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 body. It's it's um, training with your own body weight, so it's flexibility on the arms, legs, and everything else. Been good. I've had to knock down my calories by twenty percent to see the next change of weight loss, and um, I can't wait to eat like a kebab or something. To be fair, I won't lie, but uh, I can't help but look, I keep looking at packets and the calories on packets now in the supermarket. It's like an addiction. If it's too many calories, I put it back down. It's boring. So you know, my question, Namir, is how pissed off are you that you haven't uh, lost five kilos in five weeks? <laughs> <laughs> You're at four point nine. <laughs> oh, yeah, true, true. Um, yeah, really upset. Shame. <laughs> but don't worry. By the time I go to the bathroom tonight, I'll probably be on five and a half kilo loss. So. Well, if, if you shaved your head, that could be that uh, <laughs> point, <laughs> point one of a kilo. I uh, whole, be a whole kilo. So. <laughs> uh, and how are your clothes fitting? Do you new wardrobe now? Uh, so no, I can't. I gave Mary my phone today on our walk, going for a walk, another walk this afternoon. She had to carry my phone because I kept, my shorts kept being pulled down. It's such a pain. So, um, so you know what I've done because my sh- I can't be bothered to buy some five pound shorts and new ones or a better belt. I bought a new Apple Watch, which has a cellular cellular thing, a 3G, a SIM card inside. So I don't take my phone with me. I can just take phone calls on my watch when I go for a walk now. Probably a more expensive way of doing things, but, you know, I like doing that. <laughs> I wonder where you were going with that when you went, oh, I gave I gave Mary. I thought you were like, <laughs> I've got to say you gave her some of your clothes or something. <laughs> yeah, no, she's got my watch. <laughs> so... And based on your experience so far, would you recommend it to other people? Oh, massively. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm curious to know kind of what happens after. So, Eddie, you've been with Ben for quite a long time with your sessions, and you and Dee have had fantastic progress. Um, for me, I just have to decide how I commit after these eight weeks as to kind of keeping a thing going. Do I, I guess I do it on my own for a bit and keep an eye on things. And if things don't seem to go in the right way, then I have to call Ben in again and do another plan of some sort. Um, so that's why I'm just curious as to what I'll do after the uh, eight weeks. But definitely, Ben's completely uh, on the ball, checking every Friday, really good comms with him. Although he's available all week, I don't really utilise him like I think other people do. I'm pretty silent during the week, and then we have a quick catch-up on a Friday. I'm sure, well, I know he's available throughout the whole week. Yeah. I, just, I just don't contact him. I don't, maybe I will because of this injury and see what he suggests. Because you're telling me to train every day and go running, and I don't get that anymore. If I'm injured, I shouldn't be doing all this stuff, right? That's you should right. adapt. You should adapt. So you should find different workouts that are more lower intensity. Running is an inter- is a intensive um, activity that puts strain on your lower back. So if you can do, if you can help it, you go for I don't know, go for walks, which are which are lower intensity, or um, do some cycling, which would be better, much better for you. Are you listening um, to this, Namir? Still getting yeah. the same results. 
To be fair, yeah. mate, walking with my weight is quite high intensity too, isn't it? Steve? Yeah, but it, but but sorry, it's sorry. I should say uh, not necessarily lower intensity, but lower impact. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah running um, is a great one for me, being on my weight. But um, I do enjoy. Uh, it. I I try not to run as much because of the implications it has on my previous injuries. So and I try to and I'm lazy. Yeah. I try to try to just if I'm going if I'm at the gym and warm and doing a warm up, I'll do it on a bike if I can. Yeah. Um just because it's so much um lower impact for my knees. Yeah. Ben Ben hates running and he said to me Sozalor on Saturday, don't run. Said, I can't stop you from running, but God, you've got to go easy. And then I messaged him on Saturday evening, going, oh, I've just done a speed game, really easy. Yesterday came, oh, injury. But genuinely, it's because I'm carrying my toddler. No, Gen- no, no, it's not because you you, you, ca- you ca- carry your toddler and you carried your toddler before you started working out. Oh, no, no, so- no, 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 no. I haven't put her in that backpack, you know, the baby carrier thing for months and months. And I put her in it and it digs in really low in my back. And it's definitely muscular. It wasn't a, it's not like a joint thing. It's genuinely just a muscular side. So I'm it's prob- it's pro- probably a bit of both then. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree, I agree. But it's definitely not just the running. But I feel like an ass going to Ben because he'll say, target the running. Because Eddie's already gone, target the running. Goodbye, Eddie. <laughs> anyway, yes. It's going very well. I've got photos before. Uh, let's see what they look like. After. Good man. Um... Yeah, we won't talk about rest days. We'll leave that there. Um, football? Anyone? Got, I, I'm not interested in football. Chelsea Cardinals get in. I can't be asked with football. Man United went out, didn't they? Yeah. What did they go mate. out of? FA Cup? FA Cup. Spurs, should we talk about Tottenham, Steve-O? And their, their amazing performance um, on Thursday night. Yeah, I'm happy to talk about it. <laughs> oh, it, was, it was unbelievable to watch. What the most frustrating thing for me was that I have uh, Road to the Final Moose, um, Road to the Final Sissoko in my FIFA Ultimate Team, and he dropped uh, 650k. So oh. that was uh, 650,000 coins I've lost in FIFA Ultimate Team. But it was very nice to see Tottenham get absolutely stuffed by yeah, Dinamo Zagreb. They just didn't look at the races at all. Um, I, I don't know where Mourinho goes from here, Will. I don't know what your thoughts on it are. The problem is he's too expensive to get rid of. Daniel Levy's the tightest chairman um, in the Premier League. At, what can he do? Because currently he's out of the Europa League. I mean, I can't see them winning the the League Cup. They're not going to get Champions League. So my my question is where does Kane go from here you know arguably the world's best striker one of the world's best strikers well, he's not going to remain at Tottenham is he surely to play well, Europa it, League football if he if he wants to win something he has to leave and and unfortunately I think the writing's been on the wall as soon as Pochettino left that I don't think that that was their, that was their best chance when Pochettino was there to try and win something and yeah. they just kept falling short, and I don't see, I don't see them getting back to that with the way Man City are at the moment, and Liverpool, Liverpool will come back soon. I don't, I, and United on the up, I don't see how they win anything in the next few years. But well, Chelsea as well, and looking fucking boring, but getting results. Mm. Um, Possible, they've got the best colours. 
the best colours, did you say? That's why they're uh, the best team. They've got the best coloured kit. Yeah, I presume it's blue still, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also also thinking that potentially uh, Peterborough are one of the best teams in the country as well because they play in blue. Yeah, probably. And Leatherhead, I think. Maybe. Leatherhead play green and white, mate. Fucking hell. <laughs> That's all I've got to say on football. I can't be arsed with it. <laughs> anyone watch um, Comic Relief last Friday? No, pointless. Was it any good? How much did they raise this year? No idea. I did watch. um, I did watch the Billy Munger um, bit that he did for raising his journey. He's just yeah. He's one inspirational kid, isn't he? Yeah. It's funny. Have you watched the documentary about his comeback? I've watched clips of it. Yeah, because yeah, okay. he posts clips on Instagram and bits um, about his rehabilitation. But to be back unreal. in a, was it an F two or F three car within like nine months of his accident, and they show his accident as well. And that's man, he was lucky. Horrific, <laughs> isn't it? I was going to say he was lucky to walk away from it, but yeah, to, just to be alive is um, my that is that is harsh. You heartless wanker. <laughs> Lucky to walk away from it. He got fucking both his legs amputated. That's like that's that's like the joke. That's like a joke saying, um, "What? Why? Why did? Why did I take? Or why do you take the wheelchair? Um, what's the best thing about taking a wheelchair away from paraplegic? They'll always come crawling back." <laughs> so that's exactly the same as what you've just done. You know what? That's the kind of thing I would say. Not on purpose, though. Not on purpose. <laughs> um, but yeah, Dali hit a stationary car at 140 miles an hour, whatever he was doing. Yeah. Um, but it's funny, all through like that, that program, you know, you'd expect him to be emotional, down, negative, or you know, all the certainly all the stuff that's on camera anyway. And I think that's one of the benefits young people have is they don't sit they. They take see the pos- not positives from it, but they see it in a different light. Uh, if I you're don't know, forty I, or fifty I, years. I, no, I don't. I don't. I don't believe that. I think it's, it's it's a personality thing. I think that you have a certain amount of willpower and a certain amount of strength in your mind to be able to do things like that. Some people have got it. Some people just really don't. Some people will come out of surgery fifty years old, have surgery, and think. Fuck this, my life's in, my life's over. Yeah. But you'll get some fifty-year-olds that'll be like, "Wow, I know now what I can do. I know how to improve things. I know this is my direction in life, and this is my new path." And go hell for leather to to get there. Uh, and it's a it's a personality trait, and you know, you you often see that kind of personality in in sportsmen because they have the willpower to, 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 and, and strive to be the best. Um, yeah, guaranteed. And, and ultimately it leaves or it's not there in such a high level when you're older, but people still have it. You know, they come out of surgery and, and make sure they are ready to, to get back and do things. It's like Tiger Woods. He'll be playing golf in the next year. Well, sure. And he'll be yeah. playing top quality golf again. 
because he's got yeah. that drive and willpower to be the best or be as the best he can be. Mm-hmm. We have to look at like um, Chris Froome, big accident two years ago. He's back racing mm-hmm. because, you know, arguably he's probably got all that support system and the money to to do that. But you need a, a te- you know, the team could have said, well, yeah, that's a bit of a bad injury. We're going to drop you now. No, no team, no money. You can't necessarily afford to for that comeback um, if you haven't got sponsors and stuff. But he's back racing. Yeah. Which, you know, yeah, he was lucky to uh, to come away from that. Um, right, what I was going to say is I've got a bit of a shout-out to do. So you may have noticed I've got Five Guys T-shirt on. So this was done over the weekend um, for me by... It's a young lad who lives about uh, five minutes. He actually lives opposite Steve-O. So he's a young lad called Johnny. Uh, and he does lots of... Uh, so he's at... Um, I think he's at secondary school at the moment. So he started off, um, I think it was about a year, two years ago, doing like um, gift labels and, and uh, like handmade gift tags and that sort of thing for Christmas and birthdays. And during last lockdown, he started doing... Um, like special specialized t-shirts for like people who's their birthdays and that sort of thing. Um, but he's got his own, uh, online shop on Etsy. Um, and yeah, so I've got a t-shirt done. Uh, it's a little bit small for me. I, uh, misjudge the size a bit, so it's a bit tight. What size did you go for? Medium. Even with all the weight you're losing, and 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 arguably you can't really tell over the camera. Um, no. But yeah. Okay. So yeah, we'll probably get a slightly bigger size next time. But what we're going to do is we're going to put a um, a link to his Etsy shop uh, in the in the description for this episode. And we'll put some bits out on Instagram for you. But he seems to be doing um, a right roaring little business as a a young uh, as a young entrepreneur doing stuff so um yeah big shout out to johnny and um if you other guys are lucky i might uh consider buying you a t-shirt in a larger size than probably what you need okay. I'll, take the, I'll, I'll take the one you're wearing mate because i know it'll fit me yeah but it'll slip straight into it you're one <laughs> leg in it we moaning about me well well he stretched it so it fit you now will um what about uh my size do they have a large? Depends what size you're going to be after this uh, training <laughs> camp, mate. Yeah. That's an insane How, how many we'll, X's we'll... do you want in that? I, I like Gant. Gant's one of my good good brands because Gant has some, you know, good sizes. So I need a couple of X's and one more maybe. That's the difference between you and I. See, I shop at M&S and you go Gant. And there we have it. Uh, uh, do you know what sums in the mirror up, right, is his phone was pulling his shorts down. So rather than go and buy some shorts, he went out and bought a fucking Apple Watch. <laughs> <laughs> that sums the mirror up. <laughs> I don't know. Really. I'm going to do my possibly my 10th to 15th return on my Fitbit. I'm a, for the last God knows how many years, I have rotated. Fitbit watches with curries. Curries I'm banned in Oxford. They won't let me back in the shop now because I keep uh, renewing it to get the warranty up to date. So when I get bored and then a new model comes out, I just go back and say, oh, it doesn't work. So I'm booked in to go into curries on Friday because you have to book now to do a return to claim there's a problem with my Fitbit and pick up the new one. 
Yeah, life's good. Tag Curry's. <laughs> Tag Fitbit. Yeah. <laughs> the worst thing is, Tag changing one of the Fitbits, I was on my fifth receipt of the same order number. So every time I went in, they said, so this is your third replacement yeah you've got something wrong with it so it's your fourth replacement yeah yeah and the fifth one i sent mary in mary came out and said Namir, i've just had so many questions saying it's my your fifth replacement on this order i'm going yeah i didn't tell you beforehand anyway did you get my money back she went yes but they weren't very happy <laughs> got oh, to pick the warranty system man what 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 is actually wrong with it or wrong with them well okay so what's why have i changed the fifth bit because um uh, nothing's wrong with your, it. Your excuse you should have come out a lot quicker than that. Your excuse. No, no. I'm just going to say that it reboots all the time. It's a simple one. They can't prove it in the shop, and it's only five months old, so they've done it anyway. Um, so yeah, there we are. And this is why things keep costing more. Prices keep going up. Yeah. Bloody Arabs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ed, have you got any of those uh, funny stories? Have you been doing any researching on them? Oh. You've got anything funny going on. Steve, did you watch any of the cricket as well? Yeah, I've been watching bits and bobs of it. What are your thoughts on our T20 side? Uh, To be honest, I still think we're the best T20 side in the world. I think, I think that, uh, uh, I don't know. I think, I think that we're just a bit rusty more than anything from what I see. It's I fair. thought the bowling was really poor the last the last one where we let them get two twenty eight. Yeah, you can't you can't I, let, you can't let a team get two twenty eight in a T twenty. I think I think it's a lot of it comes down to fatigue as well. Um, yeah, but the problem is we are going to have to go and and play the T twenty World Cup in India, mm. where it's going to be hot and it's going to be mm. humid, and we're just going to have to get on with it. Um, yeah. I, th- I think it can't be easy for a lot of the guys as well, obviously, be- being in a bubble. I think that has quite, no, I agree, it's, quite yeah. a f- it's quite a thing to get used to. So, right, I th- I'm, not, I'm not overly worried, if I'm honest. No. i try and say this without laughing. <laughs> so what we've got in some weird news this week. Massive tit fight breaks out in Scottish Park. <laughs> Who are you fighting, the mirror? <laughs> got, you got your bosoms on show. <laughs> are we are we thinking that's topless women or very large men, literally grabbing their tit and just going uh, uh, in the other people's faces like conkers? <laughs> <laughs> a photographer captured a rare moment that a pair of blue tits got involved in a tussle while out in his local park. Oh, that's fucking boring. Oh, yeah. Boring. It made for a great headline, though. Oh, absolutely. The pictures show the two blue tits squabbling on the floor as one of them is pinned down by the other. Ooh, it's quite vicious. Were they fighting? Or, or, or were yeah, they, they just were. Out? How do you know how blue tits, how blue tits fight? Uh, right, didn't well, see any tongues in the picture <laughs> uh, goats that took over Welsh town are now shopping at Primark yes love that only been, in Wales <laughs> they've been spotted 
queuing up outside the barbers and invading hotels. But these famous that got a lot of to... media coverage, didn't it? A couple of months ago, yeah. those ghosts were everywhere on, on, on social media. Why do we have to hear about all this COVID shit? Why can't we hear about this on the news? Oh, this is brilliant. <laughs> Will Roberts came across at least 15 of the curious goats outside Primark in Clendudno. Unfortunately for them, it was shut. How weird. Yeah. So that was um, uh, not claimed. No, no. Oh, can you imagine if it was open and they'd uh, helped themselves to T-shirts. You'd call them goatees, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> uh, venomous sure, yeah. snake found curled up inside teenagers asthma inhaler. How big is his aspirin inhaler? Oh, it was in Australia. Oh, of course it was. Yeah. That wasn't very interesting. No. The tit, the tit headlines, yeah. that's got me. That's that's done me. I'm happy with that. It's given my yeah. fix of weird news and headlines for, for the week, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's it in the weird news. Uh, still trying to sort out... Um, a guest for next week. So, um, yeah, we'll talk about that more until we find out who it's going to be. Try and find someone interesting. Can I suggest not having eggs for breakfast and for lunch? <laughs> is that, fact? Is, that re- is that really the diet you're going for? Eggs, yeah. double eggs? I asked just, I don't know what just happened. Couldn't you have gone for something like tuna or oh, chicken? I don't or... know. A fish yesterday and eggs today, and my ass is just trooping. God. And I can't even blame the baby here. She moved out of her bedroom last night. I blame the baby on baby bottom, you know. And that's me every time I get in trouble. <laughs> oh, those are the days. Blame it on the baby. I can't do that at the moment because uh, every single time, either I fart or Otty fart, she's like, Otty pump! Daddy pump. How old is Dottie now? How old is your youngest? Uh, she'll be two next week. Oh, right. Actually, yeah, she's cracking on her youngest. And how old is uh, your eldest? Five. Right. Oh, so she's junior school now? Yeah, she's at reception. Reception. How's she getting on? Yes, very well. She's always going to do yeah. well. She can read ridiculously well. Um, although she sometimes finds it boring. But yeah, no, she's loving it. Absolutely loves it. Is she at yeah. uh, No. You, you, must, you must be pretty relieved she takes after Jackie and not you then. Oh, completely. She, she doesn't like watching sport at all. She's so, so uncoordinated when it comes to doing anything sporty at the moment. Bless her. Um, but she can read, so uh, that's something that I can't do, and and uh, she's she's got one up on me already. Oh, this is make me laugh. So we uh, so Jude comes down in the morning and he gets dressed and and puts the TV on. He started watching My Little Pony. Lad, what's wrong with that? <laughs> He's eleven. Like, so what made you start watching My Little Pony? And he was like, <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, really? What? My Little Pony's funny. And he's like, yeah, it's really good. I was like, have you told your friends at school about this? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Okay, you don't want people to know you're watching it, do you? 
yeah. I know what I'm going to speak to him about next time I see him. <laughs> and we've had to put him on a little bit of uh, an exercise plan at the moment because uh, lockdown's not done him any favours. Oh, he's, he's a lazy little toe rag when he wants to be. Well, so, that's his Nintendo to... Switch. Yeah. Is he showing you respect at the moment? No. <laughs> Has he, he ever shown you respect? He used to, he used to listen to me. He doesn't listen to me anymore. <laughs> me and Dee had to pop out earlier. We we're only out for 10, 15 minutes, so we let him stay at home because um, we're completely irresponsible parents. And uh, he's up and he's all right, Jude. We're just uh, popping out. We'll be back in a minute. And he don't say anything. Dee says exactly the same thing. He's like, all right, bye. Little fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I've done wrong. He just seems to hate me at the moment, but there we go. Uh, <coughs> right, gents. Um, let's wrap up. Because it's been it's a pleasure as always, boys. I need to go and eat some cake. Oh, good shout. I'm going to have some biscuits. Yeah. Namir, what are you having, mate? Eggs. Yeah. Rice cakes. I've got only um, 70 calories left, so I've got to be careful what I eat now. Oh, get some celery <laughs> inside you, mate. Dust. Anybody? Go <laughs> <laughs> and have a chocolate digestive. Go on. I've got plain ones, so I might have plain digestive yeah, before I go to bed. <laughs> I, need to, I need to have some pills with uh, some of my pills, so I'll have to have digestive. Yes. Right, gentlemen, look Gents. after yourselves. See you later, boys. Yep, see you later. Catch you later.